We will continue with our media availabilities this afternoon, joined now by Tony Kanan, driving the number 14 ABC Supply Company Chevrolet for AJ Foyt Racing, making his 300th consecutive start here at the IndyCar Grand Prix of Sonoma. Tony, what a milestone for you, aside from maybe highlighting a bit of your veteran status, shall we say, in this series. What does that mean to you? Well, uh, as a driver, you don't think about stats and that kind of stuff. You, we don't have this, I don't have this habit of looking at stuff, but obviously uh, <clears throat> I've been around for a long time. And uh, you know, I feel very fortunate that um, I'm still being able to do what I love and, and be around. I love IndyCar. I, you know, I was made, my name was made in IndyCar and uh, it feels great to be, I mean, it's funny to watch Colton Herta walking and Pato walking out, but I was Colton's first sponsor in his go-kart when Brian was my teammate. So I don't know if I feel humble or a few old <laughs> that I, you know, I can tell Brian today that I raced with him and his son at the same time. But uh, it's an awesome feeling. Obviously, I, uh, I, I still enjoy it. So uh, this weekend, I'm growing my beard so people can see that I'm, I get some gray on my 300 start, but uh, it's it's awesome. I mean, I hopefully we'll we'll keep going. You know, if somebody just told me today that by this time next year I would actually beat my boss in most starts, which mm -hmm. I think it's 360 this weekend. So he has and probably has 369. So he's the only one that can prevent me from breaking that. So we'll see. Hopefully he won't. <laughs> I wouldn't tell him that if I were you. He might. He knows. He knows everything. Him. Trust me. Especially that he's at home now and bored. He knows everything. Yeah. Um, so, but no, it's a, it's great. Great to be here. Great to actually. It's a track that I, uh, I had some great results in the past. So I won the inaugural race here. So it's, mm -hmm. uh, it's good. And speaking of that win in 2005, obviously going for a repeat here this weekend. What are some things that you noticed in first practice right off the bat? Um, you know, we're having a challenging year. Uh, we knew that was going to be difficult for us. So, uh, you know, right now I think uh, this race is wide open with, with, you know, the the nature of the track, the weather, the wind changing between morning and the afternoon. I think uh, it's going to be an interesting race. I mean, tire dag has been a big issue. Everybody's complaining about grip. Not the tire's fault, but it's, I think it's a combination of our downforce, the tires and the type of track. So... Uh, think it's wide open from for anybody I, you know last year we saw Pagino winning with a strategy of four stops instead of three some people are going to try to save few I mean it's wide open it's a double double points race so uh, everybody's gonna there are you know four guys going for the championship but all the other 20 are going for a win so we'll be we'll be interesting how do you balance that during the race because you know that you have guys that are out there who are who are going for a championship but obviously you're, like you just said, going for a win, and so are a lot of other drivers who would like to see themselves get a win before the end of the season. It's simple. There's four guys that have everything to lose and 20 guys that have nothing to lose. So uh, they can figure that out. <laughs> it's funny. We get to the end of the season, and everybody talks about how fast the season went by. And I don't want to make you feel old. I use the word veteran. You use the word old. But how fast does, does what, 21 seasons go by? Fast. I mean... Uh, and, and uh, put a nice uh, media guide out there with my two pictures. And she said, I haven't actually, I look exactly the same. I disagree with her. I think uh, I have a lot more wrinkles, but 
Um, it goes fast, and I think uh, you know, I, I not a single day goes by that uh, I don't feel fortunate that it's still that I'm still around. You know, I've been through many things in my career. I've been through lost a lot of friends. A lot of friends got hurt and had to retire, and I'm still here. So uh, I feel humbled. I feel very fortunate. And uh, now, as a driver, you know when you start, you you start breaking records like that. You just want to keep going. So uh, my boss raced until he was 56. I don't think I'll make it. I'll be 44 at the end of this year, but we still have a few years left. So hopefully, uh, this is just the beginning of my veteran career instead of I like that I like that a lot and and also a few beginnings at home as well you just welcomed your first baby girl your fourth child what's that experience been like balancing this with being a dad but not only just a dad but a dad to a baby girl it's weird um you know when uh the first thing obviously I wasn't home so uh I missed that but that's part of my uh I told Lauren I said look this is the fourth one, so it's kind of like we've been through it, right? Yeah. And I can't, I can't really start. I'm going to be 300 consecutive starts in Sonoma. I can't miss Portland. Otherwise, we started in Portland in 2002, this, uh, this whole streak. So she's like, huh? 2001. Hey, I know nothing. So 2001. <laughs> See, that means I don't, I don't keep it. So, but anyway, then I get home and, uh, you know, uh, obviously she's teeny. And for me... Uh, for the past, what, since Leo was born, so 10 years, then Dak was three and Max is two. I changed diapers. I'm going to take a diaper out. You see something in there, and it was weird not to, like, you know, like, whoa, how do we do this, Lauren? Um, and actually, my uh, Daco, Daco actually said that uh, she uh, her pee-pee hasn't grown yet. So, uh, yet. anyway. But, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's it, it, it has been a... Uh, you know, it's been uh, changing diapers. It's not my uh, role with the baby. That one. Because I have no idea how to do it. I'm going to open up for questions. <laughs> I don't know why, why you're red. It's normal. It's just, you know, we're friends. We're friends. Yes, question over here. Tony, th th uh, what's the biggest change as a driver in the, in the, so far in your uh, career? Um, I can't say that I got older and I got wiser or more patient. That's I think it's not true. But uh, I think you you learn how to accept uh, the challenges in a better way, or understand when you're having not a so good weekend, not to get as frustrated and and turn it around with experience and instead to force it in. You know, when you're young, you think you can fix everything with force or you know, just anger or anything like that. I think nowadays I I evaluate my weekend, especially on race weekends, and I pick my chances. And I try to, you know, if if I have a good weekend to capitalize on it, if, if I'm having not a not-so-good weekend to make the best out of and understand what the situation that I'm in and make the best out of it. So I think that's over the course of this 21 years, I fought with myself a lot. And I think I put myself down many times just because I was trying to do things my own way instead to try to understand the big picture. Bruce? Two seasons I want to ask you about. 2004, you finish every lap of every race and you win the championship. At that time, did you think that would be the only time that you'd be able to do that? Um, 
Well, that year we were going for the championship. So basically that's that's all. Sorry. I was thinking of. But then in the end of the year they said you completed every lap of every race, which honestly at the time I didn't think was a big deal. I was like, yeah, whatever, man. We, we we won the championship. I mean, it does. So that, I guess, I'm assuming. Did Pagino do it as well? Or nobody has done it? I don't think anybody. I mean, I don't know the stats, but I don't think anybody has done it since. So now it is a big deal because you're talking about 14 years later and nobody has been able to accomplish that because it doesn't mean you, I didn't finish a race. That means I didn't even go one lap down, which is so easy to do at some point. So, um but no, and then you know we had great years there. I was second in the 2005 championship, so I, I, I didn't take it for granted. I knew the competition was getting tougher and tougher, and and um, but like I said, finishing every lap of every race at the time it wasn't a big deal. I mean, it was not a big deal then. I'm like, yeah, I might be able to do it again, and I haven't, or nobody else has. So uh, it just added more to that dominant year that we had. 2013 to win the Indianapolis 500. I mean, right now, you know, if if you should walk away Sunday, your career is complete. You've won a championship and an Indy 500, although I'm not suggesting you do that, of course. You trying to retire me, bro? <laughs> no, I think you're right, Bruce. And I, and I think, you know, when, I mean, you guys are all aware, my quest of trying to win the Indy 500, the way we did it that year was extremely special. Um and the next question I got the next morning was, now what? And then as a driver, you look for challenges, right? You go, now what? Maybe another one. Now what? Maybe this is it. And, you know, when I got asked that question, I, I, I said, it, it's not a, a simple answer. It's now is now, now what is I want it so I can do whatever I want. So now I have it. Nobody's going to take it away. And then you go look. After that, you look for challenges. And then the challenge was I got an opportunity to drive the 10 car for Chip Ganassi, which was something that I was meant to do a few years back, and I didn't. And now what? I'm committed to make AJ a successful team again. And we, we were really close this year at the 500. We had a dominant car again. So the story will repeat. But, yes, I feel complete on the box check of championship and Indy 500, but that doesn't mean that I'm ready to to go do something else. Patrick? Tony, your career kind of parallels. You came in just after the split. There's two series. Uh, tell us how you've managed to, I wouldn't say survive, but you've managed to stick around, whereas a lot of other guys kind of fell to the wayside. What have you been doing to, to keep in demand? Well, the, the priority, the first thing in racing that you have to be able to survive, you have to be competitive, right? I think that was the first thing. Um, it helped that I think I had people around me helping me evaluate what's the best situation and where to go and be well connected with teams, manufacturers, and sponsors for you to be able to survive, right? If you guys remember, I mean, it was the split. I was a cart driver and then I had in 2002 I had a choice to make. I could stay in cart or move to IndyCar. I think I made the right choice and then a lot of a lot of people thought I had made the wrong choice. I think that it was I'm not going to sit here and brag about that it was my vision. I think that was the right thing to do. That's what I felt that I wanted it to do. I was tied up to a manufacturer that 
wanted to take me where they were going. And I think I thought at that time, the best way to survive in racing is if you're attached to a manufacturer, your chances are much higher, right? So I did that and survived that. Then when I left Michael that people thought, you know, we lost the sponsorship. Now that would be it because obviously you need money. And I went out and I started to find money. So it was, it's not one thing that it was just the right choices or the right people that I met. I think it's just a consistent fight on and off the track. It was the easiest thing for me to do that at the end of 2010 before I joined KV was just all right. I had my championship. I had great years and I'm going to go do something else. And I, I refused to do that. And I went out and I found my own, found my own sponsors to fund my own ride. And that led me to winning the Indy 500, which it was, you know, 2011, 12, and 13. 2013, KV didn't have any money. We didn't have any money. It was probably going to be my last year and their last year because the sponsors that I convinced three years before that, they're like, all right, we gave you three years. Good, but we're not going to keep spending millions and millions of dollars, blah, blah, blah. We win the 500 and our lives changed, both of us. Jimmy and Carl Coven survived five, four more years and they're still around with Bourdais and, and, and I went on and, and that's just the way it is. So being competitive, to answer your question, I think that is the biggest thing to make you survive. Any final questions for Tony? Yeah, Aaron. Colton was just saying how it really sunk in that he's an IndyCar driver now when he was rolling past guys like you and Will Power and Dixon when the green flag dropped. To take you down memory lane five, what is it, uh, 360 starts ago or so, did you have a moment like that? 100%. Actually, good question, because my first race in Homestead, um, man, now I'm going to sound old. <laughs> Bobby Rahal, um, I was her junior. You know, they're all on the grid and all these guys. And I remember we started the race. I was 10th, and our junior was 9th. Uh, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to pass this guy so bad on the outside, and, you know, I'm going to just drive off. It's just stupid little rookie just... It didn't matter if I was going for the lead. It's just I had to pass out junior. And I started to chase him um, three laps, four laps, five laps. And uh, he kept running the bottom and I was going to the top. Then the next lap he saw I was trying to go to the top. He moved to the top. I'm like, how, the, how can he do that? And three laps later, I moved to the bottom. He moved to the bottom and I crashed. So I never passed out junior in my first attempt. So yes, that is, I remember that, that was Homestead 1998, my, uh, my first race, uh, out put me in the wall. I don't think I ever told him that story, but he were here this weekend. Yeah. We'll tell him. Yeah, Patrick. Okay, last question about to, to date you. Uh, it would be March of 2000 before Colton Herta was even born. So just to let you know, you have a driver born in the 2000s running this weekend. So what's your thought on that? I have a teammate that wasn't born when uh, I was racing IndyCar either. So uh, it's it's fun. I mean, it's it's all, you know, I, I don't take that as a, an offense or I'm getting old. It's, it's, it's fun to see young generations coming up. I remember when I came up, Elio came up, Montoya came up, and we were the sensation. And, you know, I think there's place for everybody. Um, we're in a completely different schedules, you know, I'm at towards the end, they're in the beginning, so it's, uh, it's fun, like I said, it's, it's funny to, to look at Brian and say, man, I raced you, now I'm racing your kid, but it's just a, what it is. And we'll take our last question from Bruce. There was a time in your 
your career where you were like known as King Kong when it came to passing cars. I think the one year at Indy at the start of the race, you passed eight cars before you got to turn two of the first lap. There's a guy out there now in the 27 car that's making a name for himself, passing a lot of cars and some brilliant moves. Do you see a little bit of yourself in the way he drives? For sure. And actually, I, uh, I texted him when he pulled that out. And uh, the best compliment I think I've ever got, it was, it's, I've been watching you for too many years. So, yeah, I mean, he's, he's talented. I think uh, he came into the series uh, and it wasn't... I mean, he just came in and won the 500 his first year, and I don't think he realized what he had done. So people took that in the wrong way in the beginning, but he's a great guy, a great uh, champion. I mean, an Indy 500 champion that represents us really well, but yeah, has a lot of talent for sure. And, and you know, it's one of the things, I mean, things that you have to accept that eventually somebody was going to do what I was doing before, which I was amazed that it took that long for somebody to show up and and re reciprocate what what I was doing at the track, which pisses me off a bit, but it's <laughs> it's life. Tony, thank you very much. Good luck this weekend.